Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I mean, just even in that little uh, time frame, I was dealing with some some breaking news, monitoring Big 12 stuff, monitoring what the, what Arizona schools are going to do. Uh, we now have Alan Holt standing by from the Baylor Line Foundation. And, uh, Alan, welcome back to the program. I feel like you never left. And, of course, Baylor Line, uh, uh, we're so excited to have you guys a part of the Matt Mosley Show and kind of what we do uh, during football season. But, um, man, I just wanted to... I wanted to have you on today. This is kind of, uh, Alan, these are exciting times. I feel like if we talk tomorrow, uh, we might have two more schools in the Big 12. Well, Matt, 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 it's great to hear your voice and uh, on the phone. And I'll tell you what, it's great to be back and great to be a part of the show, the big show. And I'm really happy for you. You've extended another hour here. That's great. Good for you. But I tell you what, you never know. Tomorrow's a different day. It could, it could all, it'll all change tonight. I, I bet it. I'm betting. Now, Alan, you're a guy who likes Colorado. You like the mountains. You like to travel, go around, see the countryside. Uh, would you? Are you kind of excited at the thought of adding like the the rest of the corner schools? Um, is it getting a little unwieldy? Do you do you not like all these numbers? I go back and forth a little bit because it's kind of like I almost feel bad for the new four schools because it's kind of like they want their time in the sun, right, in this year and to roll them out. And it's like, oh, we're going to get like four more schools involved. I guess, I mean, how do you? how is this all sitting with you? And do you... The, the, the thought of getting the air... I mean, it's just strange, isn't it, to try to get your mind around what this conference could look like with four Pac-12 schools. And how funny is it that Colorado has come back to us after 13 years away? Because, Alan, we all remember that huge win in Boulder in 1991. You were a very young man at that point, kind of out in the <laughs> workforce. And, uh, and you remember that. I was in college when it happened. Uh, I mean, this is really going to be interesting to see how this thing ends up, the makeup of this conference. Yeah, it really is. And uh, I tell you what, I, you know, you probably shouldn't ask me that question because I'm too old a guy. I missed the Southwest Conference, so you know, mm-hmm. what I mean? that's. So I'm a, I'm not a big fan. My, I, Colorado, I love visiting up there. I like going to games there. It was fun. That ball game in '91 was a fun one to be there. But I tell you what, uh, I still remember them um, kind of talking bad about the Bears in basketball a few years ago and before Brady Heslip knocked down about 8,000 threes on them. Um, so I, I don't mind having them, but I, you know, it's not like they're going to beat us or anything. So <laughs> I like the, I like that. I like that attitude. Uh, I, I don't know. Arizona state in Arizona have to get on the same page. They're board of regents. Now that's like almost like a Baptist committee members, not always easy to get, <laughs> consensus on these things but when you don't have much options when you don't have many options right and when you have those tv numbers i mean talk about old school and i love swc who would ever thought you'd get like a okay guys uh here's our new deal it's apple we can get you about this much and we hope we sell a bunch of subscriptions i mean alan it almost sounds like somebody approaching us now about 
hey, you all want to buy a newspaper subscription and, 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 <laughs> and maybe maybe we can get up to this level. Uh, it's, a, it's a strange, strange world that we live in. And I, I, don't, I don't know that the Pac-12 can make. I, I just don't know if they can stay intact at this point. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be fascinating. Now, Alan, are you thinking about going to any of these um, these places? Uh, Alan Holt from the Buckner Line Foundation with us. What about Orlando, Cincinnati? Some of these road trips. Just uh, now, there are not many of them. We got eight home games this year. So, Alan, I know y'all uh, do a nice tailgate. So y'all better be ready for eight. <laughs> eight of these things <laughs> we're ready Do you uh, are, are you going to try to go to any of these yeah you know i'm planning on going to them uh i love traveling to out of town games because i love being around other teams fans i like being in the stadiums and um, seeing the different uh cities that are going to be but i think you're exactly right i mean it's, this is an age where it's kind of all bets are off and you never know what's going to happen from one year to the next and i hope that uh some of the teams on the west coast and enjoy playing in State College, Pennsylvania, and Maryland, and those are traditional rivalries that they'll now have, and be able to go there and visit and see those folks that they've grown up despising. <laughs> That's right. Oh, USC, UCLA. We've always wanted to see the Trojans versus Rutgers, uh, <laughs> and, and things like that. It's what we've all been yeah. waiting on. And like Penn State, they didn't even give Penn State a traditional rival. Did you see some of that scheduling in the Big Ten? Like it's like Penn State is an unbelievable program, blue blood type program. And the Big Ten just said, "Ah, sorry, we don't really, we don't really think of anybody in the Big Ten as your rival." And they just kind of gave them a random rival, right? They didn't. Everybody else had like a tradition. Yeah. The big ones, Michigan, Ohio State, everybody else, and they didn't really give Penn State um, anything. Now. Alan, tell me a little bit about what's uh, what's the Baylor what's Baylor Line Foundation kind of gearing up for this uh, season and this school year. Y'all are always doing some interesting things. I love the other day hearing your uh, boy your spot. You, I mean that the dulcet tones <laughs> of Alan Holt uh, recording that. But uh, there's always something interesting that y'all are up to. What's the uh, what's kind of the biggest initiative right now for the Baylor Line Foundation? Well, thanks so much for asking, Matt. I think that uh, we've got a couple of things coming up. Obviously, we're, we always gear towards homecoming, so we'll be doing our traditional partnership with George's and do our uh, Friday evening uh, get-together uh, for homecoming. But I think the thing that we're aiming towards right now is uh, a dinner in the Barfield Drawing Room on October 13th called our Living Legacy Dinner. Uh, and in that dinner, we're going to be honoring uh, Baylor Legacies, uh, Rufus Spain, Preston Dyer and Bob Baird. So I know those names mean a lot to a lot of Baylor folks, and so we're looking forward to a great evening honoring those gentlemen and what they've contributed to the university and to the students and alumni of the school. The Barfield, uh, the Barfield Drawing Room, boy, that that brings back memories. Will Will you have some doc, Dr. Pepper floats available? I mean, that's kind of what I think about when I enter that room, that fabled room. <laughs> How can you not? I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of. We'll have a little fountain out front, probably. We'll, we'll get that set up just for you. I appreciate that, boy. Rufus, those names you mentioned, those are in the annals of uh, Baylor history. Those are huge names, uh, and there's a lot to choose from. But uh, that's pretty neat. You know, I attended that uh, that dinner we had back in March. Uh, and, and that was a lot, a lot of fun. But, you know, I always think coming away from those, I'm like, well, 
I mean, there were some, I mean, some of the folks even that uh, videoed in, there were some kind of legendary figures. And yet at these, from time to, you know, these next thing, you, you come up with three more. Uh, that was, that's kind of neat to think of. Uh, well, Rufus Spain is a name I feel like I've heard for the last hundred years. Uh, uh, I mean, you probably I, I, have. Of course, he, he, he just turned a hundred. Oh my gosh! Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! Okay. All right. Well, my grandmother, by the way, just turned one hundred, and we had her celebration. So that Rufus Spain that that means um, he was born about nineteen twenty three. Okay, I'm going to do quick math. And quick just math. tell you, yeah. they the joined us. Yeah, yeah, about 1923, and uh, that's cool. October 13th, I may crash that party. That's the uh, Living Legacy uh, Dinner, Baylor Line Foundation. And then did you hear George's has, the after years of negotiations with Brazos Parking, um, Alan, they're back. They're, they're back uh, they on the tailgate back. scene out there. So I did, uh, I did see that. With, uh, and that was one thing, you know, when uh, Sammy and Chris told me they were thinking about it, and I said, well, you need to do, you know, I think that'd be great. You need to be there. You're part of tradition. He said, but we're still going to partner with you guys on your day. I said, okay, that's all I need to know. So we're looking forward to another year of that, but I know it's going to be great, and I know a lot of Baylor fans have been waiting for Georges to return over there uh, to Brazos Parking and get football season kicked off right. All right. Well, give the uh... – uh, the site and uh, and and number if folks want to kind of get involved. A lot of times you talk about some of the things that y'all put on the site and some of the things. And I know you're looking into doing even more multimedia podcasting. You're a journalist in your past. You've got some media in your background. Uh, if people want to get involved, what's the easiest way to do that? Uh, the easiest way is through our website. Like you mentioned, you can go to BaylorLineFoundation.com, and we have several sections on there if you want to get involved with different events and networking opportunities, and also we'll have a calendar of upcoming events uh, and things that are going on. So just check out the website, and that also leads you to a link of all the stories. And we started listing a lot of stories from past Baylor Line magazines up there. So uh, this past week, we just ran a story on the tornado that happened back in the 50s, and different things that come up out of the past that uh, a lot of Baylor folks are interested in reading about. Okay. Any stories about the first families over the years? I would, I would be, I would like to read Absolutely. some of that. <laughs> you're in the queue, Matt. You're, you're in the queue. Oh, buddy. oh man. I tell you, I've got that. Uh, as I do the show today from my broadcasting studio, there's the plaque. I feel like the plaque should be passed around to all the family members, but as only I can, I kind of grab that thing and have not given up possession of it. But, uh, well, Alan, this we is up. To put, we started yeah? to put a little cup on the bottom of it, so like the Stanley Cup, every member of your family could just take a drink of grape juice or something out of it, pass it around. <laughs> That's. I'm glad you said grape juice because you know my family, a typical Baylor family, they're not going to try to dip into any of the other stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like I like the idea of just pass it around to the, the family. I still I never quite, quite passed with some of my family members the when when you listed it as the Matt Mosley family or something like that. I think some of my cousins, who you know kind of stay mad at me anyway they just kind of were like no we're not gonna we're not gonna no i'm kidding they they were all very excited so it was a really what a what an evening that was and we still reminisce and think back on that and i could even think about some of the hors d'oeuvres that were served that night the whole (laughs) 
the whole shebang. But uh, all right, well, Alan, um, this is going to be a fun year. We got a lot coming up. And uh, what do you? What is your outlook, by the way, for um, for the Bears? You got? I mean, you feel pretty good about uh, uh, football. You got eight home games. Uh, Shapen hopefully you know shook off a little a little bit of a tough year. Do you are you feeling pretty hopeful, pretty optimistic about it? I mean, I put your sports writing hat Absolutely. on. No, no, no. You know I am. I think that uh, I think Blake is going to take a make a lot of progress this year. He's going to come out and uh, really do well as the rest of our team. I think our team has grown a lot this year. Uh, I'm looking forward to be a lot better uh, than we were last year, and I think that'll translate into some wins on the field. So I'm. I'm going eight and four, nine and three this year, Matt. I'm thinking it's going to be a good year for the Bears. Will that will an eight and four, nine and three record keep us from having to play in in uh, TCU's football stadium for a bowl game? I sure hope so. Well, I tell you what, I, as long as we get, as long as one of those eight or nine is against the University of Texas here, uh, the last time we'll probably ever play them is that would that would make it all for me right there. <laughs> Man. Oh, we need to take them out. We need to take that. We need to take down the horns, for sure. And of course, their their pick to win it all this year—not the whole national title, but uh, even the national title. By the way, I saw Allen the other day. They're like fifth or something like that. It's just amazing. Year to year, it's like we all have amnesia, and by the time we the season arrives, it's like, well, Texas probably has to be what top five or six in the country, right? It's like, it no, Daryl Royal. Yeah. <laughs> it always works out really well for them when they're picked that high, so. Yeah, yeah. What did Daryl Royal once say about the uh, the cockroaches? What was his... Oh, so somebody br- reminded me of that the other day. Didn't he have some famous quote about that? It did it. I was it. It wasn't. I, well, I don't know if it was about us. I think it was about the University of Houston, perhaps. And by the way, it was Bill Yeoman in, in Houston who knocked it. I mean, I think Daryl was like, "Okay, I've had enough." You know, he retired in 1976. Right after Houston got the conference, and I mean they yep. just tattooed him. You remember that they beat him like forty-four to ten or something. And Daryl said, "Hey, been a good run. I enjoyed it. I'm going to go ahead and go go hang out with Willie on the golf course." <laughs> oh man! Well, Alan, uh, great to catch up with you. So excited to have you back on ESPN Central Texas and with the Matt Mosley Show, and of course with the John Morris Show, and you can, uh, and by the way, uh, stay tuned, Tweety Carter is going to join me at 4 o'clock, and I have to assume he's one of your favorite players of all time, and uh, so Tweety will be on with me just in about uh, 20 minutes. No doubt about it. He's one of my all-time favorites and a really good guy, and uh, glad you're having him on. And thanks so much for having me, and we're so happy to be back with the big show and looking forward to a lot of great things happening in the fall. All right. Thank you, Alan. There he goes. Alan Holt, Baylor Line Foundation. And, um, man, it's just fun. Fun to have him back on. There's so much happening in the fall. Uh, and, uh, really, it's great to, to have Alan uh, in rolling again. And uh, we just – there's so many groups around Baylor that I've had great relationships with over the years, and that's uh, that's one of them right there. Okay. Um, let's uh, – Let's get into some NFL news 